Welcome to Everything's Not Fine. I'm Kelly Budnick. And I'm Nicole Allen. You know, we're two friends that have done a lot of life together. (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes it can feel really lonely. Especially in this era of filtered pics and curated highlight reels. So we're here to remind you that you're not alone. Life can be messy and crazy and great all at the same time. We're so glad you're here to join us in our unfiltered and no BS real talk. Because everything's not fine. Hello, sister. Yes, hello. <laughs> I didn't say hello, friend. That's okay. <laughs> still workshopping that. We're still workshopping it. It's fine. <laughs> it's kind of fun because we're just back from our big weekend, so we're actually recording together. I could touch you if I wanted to. Yes. <laughs> yes, together. I'm in Spokane at Nicole's beautiful home. And we have had the most amazing weekend with our girls, our sisters, our coven. Our coven of non-witches. That's right. For the most part. (laughs) (laughs) Occasionally we have a little witchery. I might be (laughs) witch-like. Witch akin. Witch akin. (laughs) A witch once removed. Witch adjacent. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Witch adjacent. No. Um, I hope that's not offensive to the actual witches. I am on a path to discovery actual witches, so please don't be mad at me. Um, (laughs) But we like the word because it just means, tell us. So, um, if you, without the witch part of it, a coven is... A circle of women with a, with a common intention. So I would absolutely say we have a coven. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> under that definition, absolutely. And so that's what now our text thread with that group of gals is. And we had a lot of entertainment. We did. I tried to have an actual initiation into the coven. We were... Um, having our weekend on a lake. I will post some pictures on Instagram because holy moly, was it gorgeous. Um, But it is a little bit chilly here in Spokane. And so I thought a great initiation would be to um, strip naked and jump into the lake under the full light of the moon, almost full moon. But nobody really connected with that and so nobody was loving that journey for them no (laughs) I was loving the journey for me I almost did it twice just by myself (laughs) um and I'm kind of regretting that I didn't but I had a lot of naysayers who were telling me I was crazy so I let them affect me I'm I might drive back out there right now and go do it but (laughs) (laughs) in that brisk 50 degree weather yeah like a polar plunge but really the biggest deterrent was this um like Airbnb, VRBO, whatever place we were in, had cameras outside. And I didn't really think it would be a good idea to do that to those people. So <laughs> We don't really need video evidence of such things. Right. Yes. So we, we found other ways to That's right. seal our <laughs> circle. It's true. 
So it was, of course, full of delicious food and snacks. All oh. the treats you could want. Oh, and then some. And like, then some. And drinks. Oh, so amazing. So, so amazing. And we have some incredible cooks in our circle of friends. Like one who bakes the most amazing scones. Oh, my gosh. Which I will dream about for days. I should not eat gluten, but I do not um care so (laughs) in situations like that so I can say my stomach is not happy with me and it's true there was several gluten-free typical people but even they had to have some of those scones because they were oh they were next level oh no regrets no regrets well my stomach says otherwise but but yeah at the time it was real good oh so good um, yeah, so much good food and drink and and just dancing, the dance <gasps> parties. The dance parties. We have some friends with some moves. They it was so fun. And just like all the music and everybody's like, what's your jam? <laughs> and then finding it and pushing play and stuff that we're then we're all like kind of prepping dinner and going, Oh my god, I forgot about that song. I love that song. Yes. Like, so great. You had some moves. I was impressed I, with your moves. I have some moves. I don't know if they're good moves, but I have some. They were <laughs> they were fabulous moves. I don't totally have any moves, but if you know me personally, you may know that my husband has a signature um, move about him. Yes, and he does. He, I did a pretty decent version of the Jim Budnick dance moves, and I was proud of myself. Th- that was spot on, in my <laughs> opinion. That was definitely a highlight, for sure. A few of the girls had thrown around, maybe we should learn the fancy, like, TikTok dance. So I felt like I was doing a quick, like, learn sesh right before getting there too, just in case. I don't want to be caught unprepared. Yes, because you did have to show up a little late. I had to show up a little late because I had to work, finish my work before I could get there. Um, So, yeah, I was uh, kind of crash, like, Mm -hmm. trying to learn it. And then... Yeah, you had it. We we pulled that out a little bit, but then, you know... It was not a group effort. Which was fine. It That actually ended up just fine. Yeah. It was a high aspiration for us. Maybe next year. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we um, could really mortify ourselves if we did put it out. We might be, we might go viral. Uh, that's the hope. But like, I've been telling, Nicole's kids are so adorable. They set up a TikTok for us so we can share the pod on the TikTok. Um, and I've been saying... Uh, we need to learn a couple of dances and put on there. That's how you get all the like follows or what the attention that yeah. we so desperately need. Clearly, <laughs> and she hasn't totally bought into that. But obviously, a little more maybe because you did learn the fancy dance and I did not. <laughs> <laughs> you all can just be thankful that we did not. Yeah, we might have to come up with another way to interact on the TikTok. Well, and our other dance moves were probably more entertaining anyway. It's true. We don't need to learn an actual dance. We can just bust out the free flow and... Yeah, just let the body do do the talking. Yes, feel the music. 
Um, oh. Tell the funny, tell about our heroic. Okay. So the other thing is we're there, we're watching, we're on the lake, we're having a great time. And all of a sudden, this big old school airplane. Like World War II. Yes, like an old like bomber kind of plane. But small. But smaller, sure. Okay, yeah, smaller than that. But like just regular. All of a sudden, is in. we see it land in the water. It had been flying. It had flown over a few times, and it was so cool, and we were paying attention. Yeah, totally. It, and then all of a sudden, it's like in the water outside our door. But it is not like a float plane. Like, it does not have those, like, floaty pontoon, pontoon pieces. And so we're like, holy shit. It's like an emergency landing. <laughs> And then we just are all watching and we're like, what do we do? There was adrenaline. Everybody had adrenaline. And we're like, I think it's sinking. Oh my God. And then he's like turning. And so we're just start getting truly convinced. Yes. This this is an emergency landing and that plane is going down. It's going to sink. Yes. And it starts looking tippy like, oh God. Uh Uh-huh. So (laughs) one of the girls is like, got a scope on it and she's like I got it I can see it I'm watching <laughs> and then we're like I throw out should we paddleboard out there should we go save this pilot you know and you have all these rescue thoughts because yes. of course we're a group of moms and yes and all probably for the most part like the type of people who like to solve problems and fix things absolutely and- but we've also had a lot of drinks Oh, yeah. So the adrenaline, but then also the, like, not a lot of logic, right? So by the time I, the 42-year-old, paddle out to said thing, they drowned well before. And then what? If, what's our solution there? Even if they aren't, are we going to give CPR on said paddle? Like, what are we thinking, guys? So we're just kind of laughing at ourselves. And I just, we all are like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know? And then I'm, guys, he's going to live. He's going to live. He's going to make it. And so that, in, in 100% seriousness, like, it's okay, guys, he is going to live. He's going to live. We're going to be okay. <laughs> and we're, we don't have good cell coverage either. So we're like, yes. who are we going to call? What do we do? <laughs> and also acting like we're the only people who can see this, but it's literally a lake full of houses around it. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, so at one point, Kel's like, other people are watching. I'm sure there's other people <laughs> But we are just howling at the same time. And oh, so, yes. It was like a mix of so many emotions. Sheer panic at one point. Adrenaline. Entertainment. Like, we were highly entertained. Highly entertained. And also, like, we're out here solving all the world's problems anyway. We've got this. We can <laughs> yes. save this guy. Obviously. Obviously. We got this. <laughs> so, of course, like, the guy keeps ultimately floating and we realize you know after I don't know 15 minutes or something like maybe he's not sinking and he's kind of still got his motor on or whatever you call it but like all of a sudden he's like coming farther from the shore uh, that he had gone towards and now more towards the center and suddenly we realize like oh shit this guy's gonna take off again (laughs) this is totally something that's possible Apparently. And at the beginning, we had said, when we were in the middle of being so concerned for him, I'm going to be so pissed off if this guy actually just takes back off. And this is a <laughs> So our version of the story is we saved a pilot. We did. We are ignoring the fact that he was not actually in distress. And yes. we collectively saved a person's life. Yes. And really, we did that with 
the power of our will. That's right. 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 The yeah. power of the coven. Exactly. We exactly. performed witchery yes. and he was able to, in fact, fly away. Yes. We set our intention that he would live. You declared it. I declared it. And that guy lived. (laughs) Oh, God. I don't even know if this actually relays as hilarious as it was, but we laughed till we cried. Numerous times. And we retold the story to each other who was all All there. there. (laughs) Numerous times. And then we did this. And then then Nicole said. And then Elle. So it was hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yes. So much fun and levity and so many jokes. Yes. We. Well, and truly, who else do you want to save your life but six drunk 40 year old women? Yes. I mean, really? Yes. <laughs> Let's just say that. Right. I mean, <sighs> yes. Good Lord, have mercy. We are amazing people. (laughs) We really are. At one point, we're sitting around eating and talking, and I looked around, and I was like, you guys, we are the best of the best. (laughs) We're the most amazing people we know. (laughs) (laughs) And I fully believe that. Oh, absolutely. We could have had a few others with us. I mean. For sure. There are some others who are as amazing as us. But in that moment. In that moment. We were absolutely the best human beings. Yes. And solving all of the world's problems. All of them. As I'm sure so many of you can relate to when you get with your girlfriends. Like, if only everybody would listen to us because we'd have this shit buttoned up. Good Lord. In 15 minutes. Yeah. We basically save humanity. (laughs) It's true. And did occasionally throughout the weekend uh, yeah. have our times of different, in all like true, truly, you know, seriousness even of like talking through different issues that people are going through and offering ideas and encouragements and what have you. And it was kind of like, who's up next on yeah. the list? We'll fix all your problems. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs to uh, enter the circle? We got you. We got we you. Will. Yes. And in, in all love and like yes. encouragement, not at all in like criticism or anything like that, just of a like, hey, let's workshop this shit together. We're yeah. better together. That's right. Better together. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which I, it so naturally happened in that space, but was so my, so just a reminder for those of you who may not have heard or don't know or forgot, like I so often do everything. Um, this trip. So I, I earlier this month, I turned 45. The gift I wanted for myself was the gift of cel- the gift that I gave myself was the gift of celebrating friendship and deep, true relationship with these women for the last 25 plus years. So some were like 26, 27, some, I don't think anybody I've been like bonded to in a friendship level, like I have less than 25 years. And so my like dream was to go to this beautiful space with these beautiful women, um, And just, like, celebrate all that we've built, reconnect with some that I've drifted apart or, you know, like, we, it's like family, right? Like, it's, we may not have talked much or we may have, you know, gone through hard things or whatever separately or together over the last 25 years, but um, 
And I said this before, you need me. I'm hopping on a plane. I'm jumping in my car. I'm there. Mm-hmm. And um, I just wanted to celebrate my halfway point with those people. I mean, God willing, I'll live to be 90, but you know, at least I'm in the, the last half of my life, but I am solidly in middle age. And so it was everything that I wanted it to be. And so naturally just beautifully was everything I needed in my soul, but I think all of us need it in our soul. Absolutely. It was such a beautiful picture of truly what we all crave. What yes. we all really um, kind of were all prepared for in that same time. Like yes. We we were talking last night, even kind of recapping and, and just realizing like we're all, all of us just happen to kind of be in that mid-life mm-hmm. um that that phrase of what got us through the first half is not going to sustain us for the second half. And we all are having these things that are coming up of just that, like, wow, um, whether it's, I've really been under it and I need to make a shift Uh or it's I'm read, I'm discovering new parts of myself. I'm, you know, my life is transitioning and I need to, I want to discover new parts or I want, I, I need to face some of these things that I've just kind of been, you know, saddled with Yes. or, or whatever. Um, it, it's just interesting. I feel like we were, we we're all in our own version and very different details, yes. different versions, but all kind of in a similar season of that, yep. of, of, new discoveries and mm-hmm. needing to get free or face some things that maybe we haven't wanted to face. And yeah. Yeah. Or like very much head down in the thick of it. And this is the cool thing. So we have out through the weekend, some people can only be there certain times or, but when we were all, there was a time where we were all there together and sitting around talking and I'm looking around and we have, we range in age, I think from like 42-ish. 41, 42. Oh, yeah. yeah. To 47, almost 48. Like mm-hmm. that's where we are in age. And we have everything from um, a mom to a three-year-old um, all the way through like empty nester, son solidly in college, you know, uh people whose children are starting to think about marriage or, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. Like every space in motherhood was represented in, in that room. And, and even as, as adults or women, like it equally like stay at home mom to just graduated college to career to, I don't know what's next. Yes to divorce, to like truly all sorts of life things, you know, of, and then on top of it, like really going through doing personal work, whether it's Mm -hmm. actively in therapy, need to be in therapy, (laughs) have already done that. And, you know, like, and and whatever, like, yeah, like all of those things. Yes. Well, and, and different beliefs, you know, like great, 
devoted to their faith, you know, mm-hmm. whatever to, I don't know what the fuck I believe. Yes. Like all just you guys, every possibility felt like it was represented there. Every stage of struggle, every stage of healing, every mm-hmm. stage of motherhood, every stage of career and dreams and goals. And it was all there. Yeah. And still we all had the exact same desperate need for connecting with one another, mm-hmm. um, f- having fun and laughing to literally, I was standing in the corner with my legs crossed, doubled <laughs> yes. over, yes. laughing like, please don't pee, please don't pee. <laughs> like that much fun that we yes. all desperately needed. Yes. Connection and conversation and um, support and I see you. Mm-hmm. And um, no matter what differences, different spaces we're at in our lives, like that was the need from every single one of us and the thing that we so desperately wanted to give each other. Yes. And, oh, I know lately that has been the common thread of so many of our podcasts. And I hope you're not sick of hearing about it because I don't think I'm done talking about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. And friendship, right? Re- whether you feel fulfilled or you want it, I think connection is something we all crave. Mm-hmm. And and this weekend obviously had a lot of that, but it, some of it was about reconnecting. Yes. And saying, like, I see that you've been kind of shut down. Yeah. And I see you. We see you. Yes. And being able to just affirm yes each other and and try to shine a light in a beautiful way yeah um on each person at different times and and yeah um but also this this whole thing really represented taking the time to have space yes. to have time for you mm-hmm. to breathe, to zoom out, yes, to see a bigger picture, to um, take care of you, yep, and take care of obviously friendship, but but really to say that my that I matter, mm-hmm. right? Taking a break has value, yes. And several of the women, you know, it was um a lot of them where family was yes go that's so awesome yeah and somewhere it was this is what I need yes and I'm not really asking yes I'm saying I need this yes and the empowerment mm-hmm. and the necessity of being able to do that too and say this is life-saving for me yes I need this mm-hmm. and even a couple where and and um this might really resonate with different people but even a couple that thought does it even matter if I go yeah and yet just saying the words being brave enough to say these are the thoughts I had in my head yes that I am not the fun one or I'm not the one that anybody cares if I'm there Mm -hmm. and the lie that that is and yet so many of us had moments yeah. that expressed those same feelings yes. and being brave enough to say it yeah. 
then makes also you realize how you're not alone, even in that, even in those insecurities that first off that it's bullshit and it's a lie and it's not true. Right. But that, um, that you're not alone, even in those insecurities or in that feeling of maybe being in a darker place or feeling really isolated. Right. Or just having those like thoughts that if you can take a step outside of yourself, you could say like, Oh my God, that is so not true. But when that does not change that in the core of you, that's the feeling and the fear and the, yes, uh, like you said, insecurity or whatever, like, and I don't know if everyone did, but like, even the, the person who we all think is like the most strong and gracious and beautiful and all of the, you know, even that person like was like at one point I, I was like, you know, feeling whatever that insecurity was or whatever in the group. And it's, it's such a universal and just infuriating woman trait that we have. I mean, and maybe men too, I can't speak to that, but I know it's definitely something that most girls and women have a tendency to struggle with Mm -hmm. and just, Oh, it's, it's baffling. And even me who, this was my thing and my birthday party and I invited these people and they accepted and like (laughs) made the point to be there with me. And I still had those moments of, Oh my God, do they think I'm being so self-indulgent and silly? And like, are, are they rolling their eyes about how much I'm saying, how much I love them and desperately need them? Like, Literally, that's right. going on inside of me. So, which is bananas because again, it's it's the very thing that every all of us are yep. so desperate for and yep. crave, and is true. Yeah, like that we all feel those things, mm-hmm. and so, and even another gal that had said, you know, I feel like I'm only loved for what I do, and that people only want me around because of what I can, like, you know, take care of business. I can clean up after them. I can you know, cook, I can, whatever. And, and that too, like how many of us have those times of feeling like I am a function? Like that's yes. how I described it for yes. myself years ago, Yeah, especially in the thick of kids and littles and whatever. I just felt like all I am is a function. Yeah. Like I've lost my personhood Yeah, and like, am I even valuable to be around for me Yeah, as opposed to just what I take care of, how I take care of everyone? Yep. And, and as a woman, as a mom, as a, you know, whatever, like, I think those are universal feelings. True. And to take a moment away, to step aside, to zoom out, Mm -hmm. to whatever, take a breath Mm -hmm. and tell ourselves that some truths. Yes. And to take a breath and laugh and have fun and remember our personhood yes and where our value really lies which is just in who we are Mm -hmm. and not for what we do and you know the other thing that I was so just amazed by is we have all the eight of us at some point the last couple of years it has been very hard we have had a major um thing go on a transition in life or a um a traumatic experience or you know it runs the gamut again of you know what type of thing it is 
but we have all had, and, and outside of COVID, like mm-hmm. outside, yes, the whole world has had a hard couple of years, but like just on a personal level, we've all had something that has made us have to dig deep inside of ourselves to just get through it. Yeah. And um, there was no shame. Yeah. There was no mm. um, judgment or, you know, any of that. It was just support. Yeah. And, um, and I also loved that in this group of women, there are a couple who are a little more introverted and not comfortable, like sharing their whole world in a group setting. Like they would have been comfortable having the same conversation with each of the women individually on their own, but like to talk in a group setting, even if it's your greatest, you know, even if it's the people you love the most or whatever, it's just so uncomfortable, but everyone had an opportunity to have the conversations in the way that they needed to, Mm. that would bring about the most support and the most um, love and light for them. And um, even just giving each other that grace and that space and support and love and no shame. Like you get to come exactly how you are exactly in the ways that you need and we see that and honor that in you and are there for you and that doesn't take away from your value Mm -hmm. to this circle or coven that's right that's right (laughs) yeah and I think that's where um and it was great because it really happened organically, but we'd had mm-hmm. dance parties, we'd saved the pilot, yeah. we'd done all the things, right? We'd eaten. And one of the things Kel had said is, I want something that represents how I feel about this group. Mm-hmm. I want to have something. And we had kind of talked, she said, Nicole, I need an idea. I know there's something that represents that. Um, and immediately I was brought back to... Uh, for those of you that are Jen Hatmaker fans, the the elephant story. Mm. And um, so I we shared that story around the table. I just read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, if that's okay, yeah, I think I'll just read, read, I'll read it a little bit at least um, right now. Because it's so representative, I think, of the power of uh, friendship and females. Yes. And that we have together. So the, and this is true story. This is real about how elephants actually are, uh, female elephants in particular. In the wild, when a mama elephant is giving birth, all the other female elephants in the herd back in around her in formation. They close ranks so that the delivery mama can't be seen in the middle. They stomp and they kick up dirt and soil to throw attackers off the scent and basically act like a pack of badasses. They surround the mom and incoming baby in protection, sending a clear signal to predators that if they wanna attack their friend while she's vulnerable, they're gonna have to go through 40 tons of female aggression first. And when the baby's delivered, the sister elephants do two things. They kick sand or dirt over the newborn to protect its fragile skin from the sun, and then they start trumpeting a female celebration of new life, of sisterhood, 
of something beautiful being born in a harsh, wild world, despite its enemies and attackers and predators and the odds. And scientists tell us they normally take this formation in two cases, when they're under attack by predators like lions or during the birth of a new elephant. And that is what we do. When our sisters are vulnerable, when they're giving birth to something new in life, new idea, a new space, trying something new, and when they're in an, under attack, when they need their people desperately to surround them so that they can heal and recover and take a breath, we get in formation. Mm -hmm. We close ranks and literally have each other's backs. Mm -hmm. You want to mess with our sister? Come through us first. Good fucking luck. Mm -hmm. And when delivery comes, when that new life makes its entrance, when healing has happened or is finally beginning and the night has passed and our sister is ready to stand, we sound our trumpets because we sought through together. We celebrate the shit out of it. We cheer, we raise our glasses and we give thanks. Mm -hmm. And it's such a proof in the story that we are never alone. Mm -hmm. And and that, again, is just such a beautiful picture yes. of sisterhood and oh, the yeah. power of women and the power of friendship. And yeah, it, oh, it, it leaves me speechless every time I read that or, and especially when you read that, because mm -hmm. you're so you feel it so deeply and mm -hmm. so it comes out so deeply. Um, and when we shared this at our, at our, in our group thing, um, I, and this was the part that I walked away from like, Oh my God, am I so self-indulgent, which I look back and I'm like, Oh my Lord woman. But anyway, um, it isn't by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I was able to go around the table and this was my goal. This was my hope going into this weekend is that I would have an opportunity to have this conversation with these women of, and each one by one, I went around and said what they give to me, the gift that they are to me in my life, the, the sister, the uh, soulmate, the challenger, the, you know, whoever, all of the things and the, the just absolute picture of love and loyalty and the forgiver and the gracious one. And just, oh my God, you guys, the, the most incredible gift of friendship in these women. But at the same time, I was acknowledging that I have gone years without speaking to some of these people. I have, I have gone years without speaking to any of those people mm -hmm. at the same time. I have been in a place of feeling so alone and so turned inward and struggling and just living under the heap of lies and um, with no self-worth and no, you know, like end in sight of when is the struggle going to end? And yet 25 years later, they are standing with me, mm -hmm. circled around me, 
fighting for me, celebrating me. Yes. And I have that gift, but it wasn't always easy. And we didn't always have each other. And we didn't always understand each other or weren't on the same page or whatever, Mm -hmm. but they were worth it. And I was worth it to them that we would come back to that and make that circle again and again and again. And what a gift. I, I know I keep saying that, but just what a gift. And yes, it's intentional and it's, you know, 25 years ago in some way, shape or form, we said no matter what, almost like a marriage, you know, yeah. like no matter what. And actually probably even deeper than a marriage in some ways. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> um, but it's, I, I literally am still in awe and shock that I have that gift. And we all have that gift in our life in, in mm-hmm. that group. And, and sometimes it, it, it does have to go through its seasons and that's okay. Yes. So it was so cool too. We were able to kind of go around different ones that wanted to share, you know, mm-hmm. the power of that for them. And even being able to acknowledge that, um, we've all been in the middle and we've all been on the outside and that's going to keep happening all yes. through life. There's going to be times where we're weak and we need to be yes. surrounded and just seen. And sometimes it's not because we can fix anything yeah. ourselves, but that like you get to be going through this process and I'm standing guard. Yes. I'm standing at the door and I'm with you and I'm thinking about you and I'm caring about you yeah. and I'm cheering you on, you know, even if there's nothing I can physically do to save you from that or, or right. get you out of it or to, to do anything yeah. practically, but that, you know, that that's the power is just, I'm here. I see you. Yeah. I see what you're going through yeah. and I believe in you yeah. and I'm here for you. And the ability, even that, you know, just because one person's hurting or whatever in the center of that doesn't mean that somebody else can't also be. Yeah. And that, that we also can't be, you know, in one part in the center and in another part still standing guard for another. Yes. You know, because life is always moving forward. Yeah. Um, But the power of being able to, to, to be brave enough to say, in this area, I, I don't think I'm okay right now, mm-hmm. or I need help, or yeah. I am having a hard time, or I feel weak, or I can't see up from down, Yeah, you know, yeah. um, just the power of that. Yes. And it gives other people bravery. Yes. To also say that. Yes. There, and the, as that bitch Brene Brown says, the, the, you know, greatest opposite to shame or to, you know, Mm. that is the vulnerability. And then the vulnerability breeds the vulnerability breeds the power to overcome. And, um, and I think that I, I can't say for certain, but it felt like all of us going back to that, what served us before the, what was enough for the first half of our life isn't enough now. And part of that is 
the first half of my life, I did have times where I went inward and I, Mm -hmm. I just put my head down and I got through it and hell or high water, no matter what was at stake, I can do this. I've got this. It's okay. And that for me, the was the first half a lot. And that is not going to do it for me. The second half, like it's not an option for me to have vulnerability with these women for my last half. It's not an option. Not only is it not an option for me, but I'm not giving them that option toward me either. Like, (laughs) you're stuck with me. And (laughs) if we need to work through some things to make that okay for you, fine. But unless, like, there is a serious boundary being crossed by me that I cannot (laughs) not do, and for your own safety and well-being, you have to (laughs) say you can't be here for me. Like, which I don't foresee that happening. Right. You're stuck with me. And thank you in advance because yes. it's going to be a wild ride. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and and what was so cool in that and what is so cool, and I've had the, we've, we've all had these moments and other times too, is it feels sacred. Yes. There's a moment yes. that you can feel the levity, the sacredness in the vulnerability and the bravery of just cracking open and being honest about where you're at yeah, and being willing to let yourself be seen Mm -hmm. raw and beautiful and messy and whatever, right? Like it's not because it's also pretty and neat. It's because it's just, here it is. I'm, I'm opening that part. And I always, in those conversations, I almost always walk away feeling so honored to be trusted enough with that. And that again is how I felt leaving this weekend and, yeah. and with each conversation, whether it was a one-on-one or a couple of us or the big group, I just had so many times where I thought, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. trusting me. Thank you for being brave and yes, being vulnerable and thank you for showing up. Yeah. And Thank you for creating a space for that to happen, Mm. you know, and it's, yeah. And it encourages me to want to be as brave Mm. and as open and as whatever too. Yeah. Well, and I think it so strikes me, like, just thank you for, when you say thank you for showing up, sometimes all we can do is show up. Yes. Like I am empty and drained Mm -hmm. and like you said, I don't know what ends up. I have a three-year-old in my forties, right? right? You know, or yes. whatever that is. Like, I'm just showing up, guys. Please, yeah. Just give me some life. Like, please share whatever caffeine and wine and life you have. Absolutely. <laughs> but also, sometimes it was, oh God, go take a nap. Yes. Please. Yes. <laughs> Go yes. to bed when your body is telling you you're yes. exhausted. Take what you need. Yes. And you know what? I'm always aware and struck by there are so many people 
who don't even have one person like yet. And I want to stress that because I feel like it is very important. I may have, I may not have one person yet, right? but do you know who I have? I have me. That's right. And this girl is making a decision that I'm going to start cracking open the door inside of myself mm-hmm. to do some internal work, whatever I need to be doing to love myself that eventually I'm going to find and connect with that one other person or whatever who sees me. I am open to that. Yeah. I will allow it. Yeah. I'm, I'm making that decision that I will allow it. And truthfully, I mean, and that's hard and that's, you know, but when I started this podcast, that was what I was doing. Like mm-hmm. that was when I started this podcast and it's not been that long ago, I didn't have contact with most of the people that were there this weekend. I, and you will remember one of, when you joined the podcast, one of our very first conversations was a very difficult one for me that really like dynamited opened this door of, oh my God, what has been going on? And we would not be here today Mm. without that conversation that we had. And if you haven't heard it or don't know what I'm talking about, it, the episode title is F and friendship, I think. Yeah, I think so. And Definitely go back and listen to me be a hot freaking mess of emotion. Um, but literally, it was the start of right now. Mm-hmm. And um, and basically me making a decision to stop being alone. Yeah. And, and, and it may feel like, people may feel like, and it may be very true, like, it's not my decision to be alone. There's no one around here who can be that for me. Yes. But for now... And even for me in the beginning, it was a decision to be that for myself. Yeah. If that meant sitting down and writing in a journal and, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. then whatever that means, find that in yourself and please, please, please try to take that step back in life and, and look at yourself of what do I actually need? Yeah. And how can I love myself and give my, that to myself? And I think that, and, and this is my probably witchy ways of just the universe in whatever beautiful way you believe in your higher, better lover, loving power, it will make a way to bring that however you need it if you're open to it and searching for it and calling it to yourself in your way. Yeah, agreed. And sometimes it is about, okay, maybe it's not a bunch of external friends or neighbors or whatever, maybe it is, but maybe Mm -hmm. it's also a sibling. Maybe it's a sister-in-law. Maybe it's a, you know, there can be a lot of that. I mean, I will say even in my kids' relationships, my youngest son, Noah has said often, I know I will have other friends in my life and I do have other people, but I'm pretty sure that Jehu's probably going to be my best friend forever. Yes. And, and obviously they're young, but I, I love that. I think that's so precious. Yes. And that relationship is just as valuable and the same in that, like, yes, your family and your friends. Yes. Like that is, 
that is absolutely not an off limits, you know, version. (laughs) In fact, that's a very natural version, especially as we get older. Sometimes there's only so much time. Yes. And in some families, that may be an absolutely that's, off limit. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and yes. that is also okay. It's also okay. You 100%. can create your family however you need to. Yes. Um, yeah. We've, we've got all of those experiences. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, I, there's just so much power. And, and for the long term in our life, we cannot do it alone. Yeah. We cannot. And It is so very real to me and so very, I've been, I've done that road. I don't like that for, I do not like that journey for me. (laughs) (laughs) Or anyone. (laughs) Oh, well, friend, thank you. Yes, thank you. It was awesome. So good. I wish I could bottle it and send it to everyone. Yes. (laughs) Just make it be so. (laughs) It is true. Oh, any final thoughts? No, I think just to continue to be brave. Yes. Yeah, you know, whether that's to be willing to be seen, to be willing to say the hard thing, mm-hmm. to say I am having a hard time, whatever it is, I there's so much power in that and you will see that you are not alone. Yeah, so true. So true. All right. We love you. We love you. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. Give yourself time and space to yes. grow. Ah, uh, yes. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Will you do me a favor and go rate and review this podcast? And if you want to keep the conversation going, find us on Instagram at everything's not fine pod. Mm-hmm.